Unveiling the potential of Royce Lewis. Is he the next Christopher Morrell? Plus, discover the best closer to add amongst the emerging talents. Join us today for a gripping episode as we provide you with the must-add players on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, the second best fantasy baseball player I know, Matthew Arnay. Hell yeah, and um, maybe in your opinion, but uh, I will be whooping your butt this week, so don't forget that. Yes, yes. Guys, we will keep you updated on the matchup between Matt and I and myself this week. We are battling. Uh, he's in first. I am tied for second place, so we'll see how that goes. But um, you can find us on social, all social media platforms and podcasting apps. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we'd appreciate it if you could do that for us. It helps to grow the podcast, and we truly, truly appreciate it. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes you to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And once again, if you're on YouTube, please be sure to like and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Today's episode is sponsored by the clothing company Bird Dogs. Looking for clothes that redefine comfort and style? Look no further than Bird Dogs. Use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB for a free Yeti-style tumbler with every order. All right, guys, we're going to get to the business now. You know, we have a fully loaded one for you today. Let us be your your team's secret weapon, as always, as we provide you with must-add waiver wire players from the weekend. Matt, who do we have up first, my brother? I mean, we might as well talk about the my favorite name uh, on this whole tire list we got for you guys tonight, and that is Mr. Royce Lewis. I uh, we talked about him, I believe, Friday or uh, Thursday. Where We've I talked he about was, him a bunch lately, yeah. man. If you haven't listened, you're missing out. Exactly, and you guys should already own him. But if you're new, welcome to the Royce Lewis Show. My guy <laughs> is has been one of my favorite prospects, and for a long time, had two ACLs torn, which is super unfortunate, but it is what it is. And when he did get that call up last year before he unfortunately got hurt again, he was smoking the ball. Looked like he was going to be an instant translation through 40 at bats. I mean, like, hey, like, I'm not trying to make this dude out to be like the next Babe Ruth or Derek Jeter or something. But he did come up and do exactly what he was doing um, right from the jump. So five last year, he had 40 at bats, five runs. Two bombs, five ribs, batting 300. Definitely a great start. And then he comes out today, which is yesterday for you guys, and smacks a home run, gets four ribs, and batting 300, 400. This is an indicator of my guy isn't going to miss a beat. We're going to see it. And before he was getting called up, he was smoking the ball, and his rehab starts as well. Royce Lewis is looking like he's about to be the guy and – Take take things forward. I really, 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 really feel you should run out there and get him now. He's only 50% owned. He should be 100 at this point. 
Yeah, Matt, great, great analysis. I'm just going to add my tiny two cents, and then we'll keep it pushing. Royce Lewis is a must-add. Right now, I, I think it's a pause-the-podcast-type moment. I don't throw that out there very often, but this is like a pause-the-podcast-type moment. See if Royce Lewis is out there in your league, add him, and then you come back and you finish the podcast. But Royce Lewis offers you great bit of speed. He has, you know, 28 stolen base season, 22 stolen base season. He's got some pop too. Don't let it fool you. I think for the rest of the way, you could probably expect 15 to 18 homers from Royce. Runs and RBIs really depends on that, you know, Minnesota team. They've been all right so far. Let's see if, you know, guys like Correa and Joey Gallo can pick it up a little bit to help Royce Lewis out there. And, you know, with the steals, man, I think 20-plus the rest of the way is, like, you know, a not bullish prediction. I think that's going to be easy, close to 300 batting average like he's always done his whole career. So Royce Lewis could finish the year the rest of the way. I'm not talking about, like, on the, you know, like, total at the end of the year. But from now to the end of the year, I think he could be a top 25 outfielder. So definitely somebody you need to scoop up if he's available in your league. Once again, that's Royce Lewis, 50% owned on Yahoo. Let's move on to somebody else here, you know, uh, somebody that you may not have heard of before, Zach McKinstry. He's been around for the last couple of years, you know, hasn't really shown us too much. He had a little buzz around his name when he first got called up, you know, back in 2020. You know, he had played a couple of games, decent batting average, really didn't show too much. And then the next couple of years, you know, with the Dodgers and then, uh, you know, with the Dodgers and um, Detroit. He never really showed much, but you know what the 28-year-old uh, Zach McKinstry is kind of, you know, starting to show something this year. So far this year for the Tigers, McKinstry has 44 games played, 122 at-bats, 23 runs, 7 doubles, 4 homers, 10 RBIs, 10 steals, and he is batting 295. But you know what I love to see? The plate discipline here for McKinstry kind of showed you that he's made an adjustment here. 23 walks to 28 strikeouts. Uh, you know, he's kind of always, you know, struck out quite a bit more than he's walked. So, like I said, okay, something's different here. And that's what you really want to see from, you know, a guy mid to late 20s. Like, okay, this is kind of your last chance to really prove yourself here. And McKinstry made a nice change. Numbers are reflecting that. McKinstry is only owned 39% on Yahoo. He's eligible at second, third, shortstop, and outfield. Uh, you know, a little Swiss Army knife, knife action here. He's like a perfect guy, you know, to add to your bench. Somebody gets a day off, you know, somebody's, uh, you know, gets hurt. You kind of can just pop him in. And, you know, he's not an answer. I don't know if, I don't know if he's really going to be a long-term thing. But, you know, McKinstry, add him for now. See where things go. You know, just sneak him into your lineup whenever you need him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at this point, with him being a Swiss Army knife, that is, that is very valuable. And two, the fact that he, he automatically falls into my rule. Batting average off the waiver wire is a must-add because it's hard to come by this late into the season. So he's somebody you want to ride the wave and see how long he can stay hot. But that's Zach McKinstry for us. Let's move on here. Let's talk about Mitch Hanniger, somebody that is the epitome of the flanges. And if you don't know what flanges are, it's just me calling somebody injury-prone because my guy just loves to get hurt. But when he's healthy, he is one of the one of the better hitters in baseball. You know, Mitch Hanniger could hit the hit the ball out of this stadium because that's how hard he hits the ball. And he really is reliable when he plays. I mean, when he's playing, you know, in 2021, he had 39 home runs and he had 100 ribs and 110 runs. Like when he's healthy, there's that there's that possibility with him. He's not going to blow you away with his batting average because he's about a 260 on the year. But that's decent. And on top of that, I mean, my guy isn't going to, you know, go out and get you stolen bases because that just ain't happening with his big <laughs> with his big butt but it is what it is but Mitch Hanniger I think 
at this point, he has longer term play than anybody else, just due to the fact that he's done it before. He's somebody that, you know, if he was healthy going into the season, he would be a late round pick for me saying, oh, he's going to be one of my sleepers. That's going to break out early and do some do some stuff until he's hurt. So Mitch Hanniger already got hurt. So hopefully it just doesn't happen again. He can just ride out the rest of the season and Mitch Hanniger can take you to glory and just, you know, run those counting stats right up the right up the wazoo for you. That's Mitch Hanniger. Yeah, I love Mitch Heinegger as well. Always been big on him. I, I know we've talked about him last year. I don't know if we talked about him yet this year, but, you know, he was working his way back from that oblique. So, you know, kind of had a slow start. But over the last week, Mitch Heinegger has four runs, two homers, six RBIs. He's batting eight for 25, which equals out to a nice 320 batting average. As Matt said, not really going to support you in batting average. He's a career Oh, yeah, Matt, you did say that, a career 260 hitter. But I don't think, you know, he's going to live up to that because over the last two years it's been 238, 246, 253. But as I mentioned, a lot, a lot of pop in that bat. If Mitch can stay healthy the rest of the way, I wouldn't be shocked if we see, you know, close to like 30 home runs, maybe 25 home runs. So, you know, definitely add Mitch Hanniger, 37% owned on Yahoo. Very sneaky ad right now. Very, very sneaky ad. I'm actually surprised that more people didn't hold on to him and stash him in that IL spot. And – you know, I just really think that Mitch Hanniger is going to help you in the power department. Maybe not so much in the counting stats, though, because that San Francisco team has kind of been a big disappointment so far. But that, with that being said, got a little uh, sponsor for you guys real quick. Here at Locked Arm, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. Guys, FanDuel is paying up right now for the NBA playoffs. Once again, that is $2,500 bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can wager on everything from money to points scored and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $2,500 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. And as always, we want to thank our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Be sure to be on the lookout for a new episode tomorrow where Matt and I will talk about the best players to trade for and to trade away. And guys, just real, real quick, real, real quick, we're almost at 2,000 subscribers on YouTube and we couldn't have done it without you. If you enjoy the show and want to help us out, please share our podcast with a few friends who also love fantasy baseball or just baseball in general. We truly, truly be grateful for your support. All right, Matt, once again, as always, that's, uh, you know, a breathful for me, my brother. Do you want to grab this next guy? Sure, absolutely. Thank uh, you, sir. Let's talk about Mr. Spencer Steer. He is another young gun that the Reds just rolled out, and he's performing. I like what he's been doing as of late. And quite honestly, he has a an interesting little track record. If we're looking at him right in the minors, he had uh, 427 at-bats. 80 runs, 30 doubles, two triples, 23 bombs, 75 ribs, four stolen bases, and batted 274. I mean, those are nice numbers. I like the I like what what the what he can bring to the table if he can, can kind of hit. We shall see. So far, he looks like he's doing his thing. 
You know, the, this last week was absolutely bananas for Steer. He had nine runs, two bombs, seven ribs, batted 406 on the week. Like, you know what? On the off chance that this kid hits just for the next couple of weeks, Steer is definitely worth an add at 46% owned. You know, I don't know if he's going to be one of the uh, – going to fall in the uh, category of what the Reds are looking to bring up over the next couple of years and be one of the top names, but Steer – but Steer right now is at least getting it done for fantasy and can get it done for you and hopefully win you a week because these are these numbers are phenomenal for somebody that you'll be able to pick off the waiver wire. So Spencer Steer is your guy. Yeah, I, I know last year Steer had a little bit of buzz coming into the year. Uh, maybe not like, you know, like the like every fan was like, you know, talking about it, but I know some insiders like, you know, some fantasy guys. Uh, some experts were talking about Steer saying that he could, you know, break out. And last year in the minors, you know, he had 23 bombs. The year before that, he had 24 bombs. Uh, Steer's got some pop, you know, as as Matt said, and I agree with him. I don't know how much of a part he is of the future for the Reds, but right now he's out there hitting 46% on Yahoo, eligible at first and third. Has some good numbers recently. And on the year, the numbers actually look very, very solid. On the year, 28 runs. 14 doubles, seven bombs already, two triples. He got a little speed there too, you know, um, does steal a few bases, chip-ins, nothing crazy though, and a 240, uh, 284 batting average. So I think Steers, you know, not like a must-add, but definitely somebody that you go out there, take a look at if he fits your team, you know, if you got a corner infield spot or something like that that you're looking to fill, you could definitely do worse than Steer. Uh, I think you could um, give him a shot and see where things go. Up next, we definitely have a familiar name. If you were doing any uh, prep for, uh, you know, fantasy baseball, you know, at the beginning of the uh, season here, uh, you heard this name. It's Jake McCarthy. And, uh, you know, uh, Jake is back. Jake Snake. And he was doing good in the minors. You know, in the minor leagues, it was like, okay, you know, all right. He's like, he had to prove himself because he got off to an absolutely horrid start. Uh, You know, he was batting, you know, under 200, well under 200. But as I said, in the minors, you know, Jake McCarthy was doing pretty good so far this year with 22 games played, 90 at-bats, 17 runs, uh, four doubles, a triple, four home runs, 17 RBIs, four steals, batting 333. And we all know what Jake McCarthy did last year. If you don't, he had 23 steals in 99 games, and he brought people to some fantasy glory at the end of the year. Also hit 283 during that stretch. Now, if you're picking up McCarthy, don't really expect any power. He's got a tiny bit of power in that bat, but nothing major. It's mainly for the steals. Possibly can give you some good runs. And he can give you a decent batting average. I could see it being anywhere from like 260, 270. Uh, If he really gets it going, maybe a little bit higher than that, but I wouldn't count on it. That's Jake McCarthy, outfielder, Arizona Diamondbacks, 36% owned on Yahoo. Looking for a speedster, he's your guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, Great take on Jake McCarthy. I don't need think I need to give anything on it. You did a great job there. Let's move on. Let's talk about let's talk about some closers. I feel like everybody's kind of like you know scrounging, trying to pull something together off the waiver wires to get some saves. And I think I think we got a couple good names here for you today that are at least going to be able to drive you in and help you manufacture to win that uh, saves category this week. And we're going to start with Mr. Giovanni uh, Gallegos. Gallegos has actually been performing, and Ryan Helm. Helsley has not. He has four blown saves, which is horrendous. And Gallegos is now coming in and and um, and now taking the job. Helsley is just not performing, and I really thought he was going to be a lot better this year. So here's Gallegos' opportunity to come in and sneak the job out from under him. So Gallegos is definitely somebody I want to add this week. He has potential to get you a boatload of saves with the St. Louis 
Cardinals can turn it around for you. So let's see what happens and definitely take a look and consider adding Giovanni Gallegos. Yeah, Gallegos has three out of the last four saves there for St. Louis. Uh, he's 56% owned on Yahoo. That's jumped up dramatically since the last time I checked it. So everyone is out there, you know, adding them uh, him to their team. As Matt mentioned, Helsley's kind of been struggling the last couple of weeks. Uh, I had high faith in him, too. I think I had him as a top five closer and, you know, just hasn't worked out that way. I did hear a little bit of pushback from, you know, other people coming into the year. One hit wonder, you know, his uh, underlying metrics didn't look great. Once again, that's Ryan Helsley. So Gallegos has done it before, though. You know, the Cardinals uh, trust Gallegos. And uh, over the last two prior seasons, he had 14 saves in both. This year so far, he's already got six. Gallegos on the year, 208 ERA, 21 innings, 20 Ks with a nice 096 whip. Uh, that changing of the guard might come there sooner than later, especially with the Cardinals trying to step it up and win games. They've been a lot better of late, and I could see it switching. I could see Gallegos, you know, taking the helm there, or at least um, them over there in St. Louis doing a matchup type of ordeal with uh, Helsley and Gallegos. Definitely snag him now just to see where things go. Worst case scenario, you know, you pick up a guy that's going to help you in the um, the ERA and whip until, you know, things get figured out there in St. Louis. But let's move on to our next guy. And uh, listen, I'll be honest with you. He's not the best, but he's not the worst. Kind of more of a deeper league play. It's Kyle Finnegan. I, I feel like we talked about Kyle Finnegan a million times last year. If you were with us last year when we still the fantasy baseball MDs, Matt and I talked about him a lot. And he just has his up and downs. He's not fantastic, but he's the guy closing for the Nationals. Uh, the numbers aren't going to blow you away. A 4-2-9 ERA, 21 innings, 22 Ks. The whip is outrageous at a 1-5. But, you know, Finnegan was decent last year. Last year, Finnegan had 11 saves, 3-5-1 ERA, 66 innings, 70 Ks with a 1-1-4 whip. So Finnegan could be better. He might not be better. He might be better. We'll see. Once again, deeper league play, uh, your NL onlys, your 15-mans. Uh, if you're absolutely in desperate need of a closer, Kyle Finnegan might be your turn to a 50% owned on Yahoo. Uh I'm not super recommending him. I think he's the low man on the totem pole of everybody we're talking about today, but you can give him a shot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's upside to Finnegan and there's downside. And I mean, with him being at least a K per nine, that value, I, I like that stat right there. And also too, he's getting the opportunities on a team where there's just not going to be a lot of opportunities. So that's the, that's the case. Like he might go a week or two without getting a save because the Nats just haven't been in a position to get one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So like that's yeah. the really downside. It's just nothing against him. It's just it, exactly, and it's just rough there. But I mean, you know, I won't beat a dead horse here. Kyle Finnegan, like Dom said, deep play. But hey, who knows? If you need a manufacturer win in the saves category this week, you might want to think about him even then. Well, let's move on. We got um, we got Jason Adams, Daniel Lynch, and Aaron Savali coming up. But before we do, we do have to take a break here. All right. Thank you for bearing with us during the break. And um, thank you for still being here. Now let's talk about Mr. Jason Adams. Uh, Jason Adams, it's a weird one here for me. It's like a hate love because my guy was really, really blowing it in the WBC. <laughs> and I just really wasn't happy with him. But right now I know he's got the job because uh, Fairbanks is now is now on the IL, the 15-day IL with, with a hip problem. So for the short term, either until Adams decides to go and, you know, you know, self-destruct and blow his chances at having the job or until Fairbanks comes back 
he he's going to be getting the guy getting saved. So I would definitely run out and go add him just to, based off the opportunity that the Rays are rolling. They're going to have a lot of opportunity right now while they're hot and being one of the best teams in baseball. Um, sorry, it hurts my heart being a Yankee fan. But, you know, Adams is going to get the job done and he's going to have the saves. And my guy already had one last week and, you know, it's probably going to have a lot more this week now that, you know, Fairbanks is hurt. So, you know, definitely take a look at Jason Adams. Yeah, Jason Adams, great, man. Even last year, monster year for Adam, 156 ERA, eight saves, 63 innings, 75 Ks, 075 whip. So we know that the Rays trust him. And though you know, if if you know baseball or fantasy baseball, you know that the Rays love to say, Oh, you know, this guy's probably next up. And that's what they said about Adam. And then they turned to some random 32-year-old out of the bullpen that we've never heard of before. Um, but I think Adam will stick. He's a little bit, these guys are flying up, you know, um, the ownership percentage. Adam's at 40, uh, I mean, uh, 64%. So you want to go check that right now. Just make sure he's out there. Out of everyone we talked about today, uh, I, I kind of do like him the most. Him and Gallegos are very, very close for me. But if Adam's out there, I might prioritize Adam because um, 22 innings pitch, 30 strikeouts, 7 saves, 3-2-2 ERA, 1-2-2 whip for Adam so far. And he has potential to be even better, as I mentioned last year. So you might want to run out there and uh, check your waiver wire for Jason Adam if you do need a closer. But uh, we're moving on from closers. Let's get you a couple of starting pitchers here because I know you guys might need a few of those as well. And let's talk about Daniel Lynch, young gun from, um, you know, uh, the Kansas City Royals. Got called up a few years ago, had a little bit of hype around him. Nothing crazy, no really hype. He wasn't really like a super high-end prospect, but, you know, big lefty, six foot six, 200 pounds. And, you know, I know KC had high hopes for him, never really lived up to the hype. But you know what? He's still 26 years old. He's got good stuff. And he was good, you know, his first start out. It was against the Washington Nationals. He gave up um, two runs. He had a 1-5 whip, five innings, six Ks. He current next start is June 4th against Colorado, though, at, you know, KC, not in Coors Field. So I think you pick up Daniel Lynch, you know, especially if you're in dire need of starting pitching. He's only 4% owned on Yahoo. A little bit of a deep cut right now. Um, but in the minors, you know, he actually, you know, has some pretty solid years. Uh, I mean, going all the way back to 2019, he had a 299 ERA, 96 innings, 96 Ks with a, you know, a little high whip, you know, with that 128. But even the year before, 158 ERA, 51 innings, 61 Ks, 101 whip. So he might struggle a little bit with the control, could give you a decent ERA, strike up, uh, you know, per nine there for sure. But, uh, you know, just play him at this point. You know, if you're in, once again, deeper league, pick him up. 4% owned. You throw him out there against Colorado, you're probably going to get a good start. And as we say in our pitcher ditch segment, it necessarily doesn't have to be a guy that you keep forever, but sometimes on that rare occasion, could mind up being somebody that stays on your roster a little bit longer than you think. That's Daniel Lynch, starting pitcher, Kansas City Royals. A little bit of a deeper play. Yes, sir. Great job. And Thank you, brother. I think you did a good good job. I don't need to talk about him because I really am excited about to talk about this next guy here. Mike. Okay. My- our guilty pleasure because we love yes. Mr. Love Aaron's him. Aaron Savale. You know, last year you're gonna be like last year he was he was horrendous, right? He had a, a 492 ERA, he got blown up like crazy. But there is actually a lot of positives behind that bad number, that bad ERA. So for starters, last season was the first time that Savali was a was a K per nine for his whole career. He's usually under it by by a good chunk. 
That's nice. Two is FIP, is fielding independent pitching uh, stat, which is which is something I like to use to help predict an ERA, which tells you how they're really pitching. It was a three eight six, so it wasn't as bad as the four nine two. So Savali, you know, has has upside if you scoop him up to come in here and you know take his rotation spot back, which back, which is going to happen, and you know, be a nice long-term play. We're saving him for the for the last because, honestly, he's probably one of my favorite names outside of Royce Lewis here. I think that Savali could provide a long-term value, if not, you know, in a pinch waiting for other pitchers to come back. Right now, we do know that he's the one getting the lock in the rotation, and it just it is what it is. The veteran play is Aaron Savali, and I think that Aaron Savali is going to be the veteran play for you. Yeah, uh, dude, love Aaron Savale. Uh, we've talked about him on this pod a couple of times. I'm trying to get you guys ready for him. Still only 20% owned on Yahoo. He's working his way back from another injury. A little bit of a flanges guy, as my brother Matt would say. But I, I really think this might be the year, you know, he takes off. Uh, he had a really good start in his opener uh, against Seattle. Seven innings, got the win. Only three Ks. Not He's not a huge strikeout guy, but he does have strikeout upside uh, in that arm. I will say this, though. You look at last year's number, as Matt said, and you're like, what do you mean? All right. He was hurt a little bit last year, too. I did preface my statement here with that he's a flanges guy. But last year, his last 10 starts, 51 innings, 53 strikeouts, a three ERA. Batters hit 198 against him over his last 10 starts last year. And that whip was like a 095 whip. So, I mean, he's got upside. And I believe, if I remember correctly, he is 20, 28 years old this year. Still fairly young. Still, you know, somewhat in the prime of his career. I think Savali can be a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky ad right now. So, if you're desperate for starting pitching, uh, pick him up. Matt, I, I got a bonus one. I know we talked about this guy. And I know, you're Matt, you're going to be with me. You're going to be with me on this guy. We got okay. a little extra time here. Today. We might as well uh, make use of it. Let's talk about Mike Soroka. Let's let's talk yes. about Mike Soroka. I know we've talked about him a lot lately. He's pitching today uh, against Oakland. I think he's in the midst of it right now. Let's yes, see how he he's is. doing. So oh, look at this. Two innings so far, three strikeouts, no earned runs with the 05 whip so far. So I uh, hope I'm knocking on wood here. I hope I'm not jinxing the kid. 48% owned on Yahoo. So if you're listening to this early in the morning and uh, he's out there on your wave wire, go pick him up. Matt and I have talked about him numerous times over the past you know three four weeks telling you to pick him up telling you to pick him up i know i got him on a couple of my teams i know matt's got a couple of uh him on a couple of his teams and he goes up against arizona next week not a great matchup not a horrible matchup there you know you pitch around corbin carroll and uh christian walker there and 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 you could be all right you could be all right i'm super high on mike soroka i think this kid can you know turn it around and be an absolute beast we know he had a um, a monster year what was it matter at this point three or four years ago he had a very Mm -hmm. nice that gave us all hope. Um, I think the hope is still there with Mike Soroka. There's still a little bit of room left on the bandwagon if you want to hop on, as long as Matt allows you, because Matt's a bigger Soroka guy than I am, and I'm just here ranting and raving about him. So, Matt, you allowing people on the bandwagon or what? I mean, I, at this point, if you're not on the bandwagon, Uh-oh. you're doing yourself a disservice. And okay. Okay. it's just well – I say hop on now because uh, I'm going to say after this start, we're going to see his ownership probably shoot up to about 70%. Mike Soroka is a name that if you've been playing fantasy baseball for a while is a hot button and people get hot and heavy over him real quick because of the upside that, that he has. So definitely take a look. 
Dom, great job giving that take. I think let's let's send off right here on a high note. Yeah, Mike Sorgas, 25 years old, guys. You may be a little fatigued with him if you've been around, you know, in the fantasy community the last couple of years. Still only 25 years old. Uh, world is the kid's oyster. But, guys, that is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. We truly appreciate our everydayers and new listeners. Uh, we couldn't be where we are without you, and Matt and I, are. we truly love doing this, and we love having the support of all of our fans. But make sure you lock on for a new episode tomorrow when Matt and I talk about the best players to trade for and to trade away. But until then, guys, see you. Peace.